0: Welcome to the Passion Behind the Arts show. It's all about diving in with individuals to learn the story behind their passion. It's your host, Daryl Pan. It's another week, another amazing guest, and another opportunity for me to bring you value through someone else's story. This week's episode is brought to you by Liquid Web a premium, high-performing hosting company. They work with companies like Home Depot, National Geographic, FedEx, and much more. You can go to liquidweb.com and use the promo code PASSION33. That's PASSION33 to save 33% off your first three months. So without further ado, Let's jump
1: into this week's episode. Oh my goodness. Episode 100 live event was amazing. So much value. Each guest broke down just various ways on on how they turned their passion into dollars. And I mean, I'm just so thankful, so grateful for each guest, so grateful for each person that came on and joined like... It was just an amazing experience. Yes, I was beat after. Just streaming live for nine hours. It was crazy, but it was well worth it. You guys are in for a treat. A truly a treat. So get ready for an amazing experience on our on how each guest turned their passion into dollars.
0: What up? I am back and i'm so grateful for all you faithful people that has been coming through i'm grateful for the ones jumping in and out i'm grateful for the person that only came for one interview but you guys that have just been consistently coming back you know like you guys mean a lot like like you just don't know that means so much to me all right so, if you haven't, right before Matt comes on, if you haven't, please, this is this is my lifeblood, makes me live. Well, the podcast, at least, go to iTunes or Podcast Apple Podcasts and subscribe and leave a review. Please leave a review. It's passion behind the art. We are everywhere. So, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. What else? spotify So just go and kind of help me out. Um, I'm providing a lot of value. And this is all for free. So how you can pay me back is by doing that. And that would mean the world to me. It would probably make me shed a tear at the end of the night. So my dude, Matt, is here on time. That's what I'm talking about. This guy right here. All right. So, um... I'm going to invite Matt to come on right now. Brother. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? How's it going, dude? I'm great. All right, so let's jump into it. Matt Dawson. Who is Matt Dawson? A, a quick um snippet for those who don't know who you are.
2: Um yes, yeah, so I am uh traditionally a a graphic designer. Um my my work is primarily rooted in uh branding and identity design, although I like to kind of, um, I like to kind of have my hand in everything, uh, just to kind of stay sharp and not, uh, you know, not just toil away in some little corner of the design world. Like there's, there's so much to do, like as a designer, like, I don't want to, I don't want to get that foam like, I want to do that packaging or I want to do this, uh, you know, like UI. So, um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm a graphic designer. I've been working professionally. And by that, I mean, I've been getting paid to do it for about 11 years. Um, and I I own, run a conference um, and I'm a partner with a little boutique agency. Uh, I got two other partners and um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the elevator pitch.
0: Nice. Nice. So the, one of the things that I really want to emphasize, because like there's, As you know, this is the theme is turn your passion into dollars. Mm -hmm. Um, But you did something that is for anyone that's planning events, like you went to a whole nother level by saying, okay, I'm not going to create necessarily create an online course. I'm not going to maybe, maybe down the line, you probably are going to write a book, but I'm not going to write a book. This is how I'm going to refurbish my creative expertise and everything that I've built through my creative journey. I'm going to do a conference.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's intense, man. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily translate to dollars. Uh, you know, I think, I think that's a misconception a lot of people have. Um, and you know, like, like plenty of other people, you know, like we'll, we'll tell you, you know, there, there's no real money in conferences, but that's not really the rewarding aspect of it for me. Like, do do I wish it was like a, a super fruitful payday kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, like that that would be that would be nice because it's it's basically a a full time job that you know we work around the clock year year round for. But you know, to to sound really hokey, it's it's not so much about that as it is about the experiences that you know selfishly we get to have for ourselves. You know, like I've met some of, you know, my now best friends through the conference world, Um, you know, so like we we personally get to have a lot of experiences by it. But, you know, it's what's really rewarding is, you know, like connecting all these people with, um, you know, with resources and life lessons and tips and tricks and inspiration from, you know, these huge designers that are just, you know, like kind of like seemingly unattainable. And then like we bring them into an environment that's affordable and accessible for, you know, a college kid that can bill a freelance client for a couple of hours and then come see our lineup. You know, like that's, that, that's where the value is for us because that's the kind of thing that I always wanted back in the day, you know? Um, and if, if the handful of people that that did help me along my journey. If it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be where I am. So, you know, like if this can fast track some others on their journey, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's cool. You know, that's, it, what's up. It's, that's it's, what's up. It's, it's a, it's a good way to give back. Um, and you know, have, have some fun, have some fun myself while, while we're doing it.
0: That's what's up. So, but bro, so please tell me, like, you're at least making some money from your conference.
2: We, uh, I mean, you, you, you do make a little bit, but, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things, you know, like we're, we're not out, we're not out buying uh <laughs> Lamborghinis
1: Glamour-
0: <know, these,
2: laughs> afterwards, but, but, you know, like it's, it's kind of, you know, like whenever I say that it's, that it's year round, it, it means like that, you know, part of the profits that are made automatically get allocated to, okay, well we, we know we've got to step this up and you know, like this venue needs a deposit because it's really high in demand. So we got to pay for almost the whole venue, like right after we finish up a venue. Um, and you know, we're, we're planning on something for 2020. That's really rad. And that's proving to right now be very expensive. Um, but, you know, like it's it's kind of it's kind of one of those things, you know, like you, it, it's managing money is tough, um, like on a personal level. It's, it's even tougher when you're doing it with this big machine that has all these moving parts. And, you know, I think human nature, You're like, man, I want I want a little bit of that for myself. And like, that's really all you can do is like a little bit because, you know, like the 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 bulk of it, it's got to go to taxes. It's got to go to deposits for future stuff, you know, like like payouts on the enormous cost that it is to produce it. Um, So, you know, I, I, I see the potential, but at the same time, you know, uh, we, we could probably make money if we left things exactly as they were the first year, but that's never how we want to leave things. We always want to improve. We always want to make the experiences better. The parties better, Um, you know, like bringing in people from, you know, like, like you just have to go bigger every year like you you can't you can't level off and just stagnate because then you're not you're not pushing yourself and you're not um you know you're not elevating the experience for people
0: and you know what man i love that that real life um that you just gave because you know someone from the outside looking in could be like man like this this crop conference like Matt, da- Matt Dawson has just been over here just, just over here, just living, living, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just the idea of like what the level of excellence that you're trying to put into this thing is just like the minute, like you're probably already planning for next year before this one even starts.
2: Right. I mean, right, right now we're, you know, we're trying to tidy up, um, we're trying to tidy up everything for, um, uh, for in a couple of weeks. But we're also planning Pop-Up Crop Atlanta for this fall, and we're also planning uh, 2020, right. you know? Um, and we're, we're planning both of our events in 2020. So right now there's like four balls in the air that we're juggling, um, you know? So uh, it's, yeah, it's kind of nonstop, man, but it's, it's, uh, it's good exercise in time management and and project management, and that that is an area that I'm uh, that I could use improvement on. So I guess it's good that I'm getting getting the exercise.
0: I love it, man. Um, it, it it's cool though, cause you know you're able to kind of, as you said, do more than just okay, I'm getting to make some dollars. You're actually being able to create an avenue for a person who wants to share their story, and also a person who needs to hear that person's story. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like totally. that's like super cool.
2: Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it's, it's. Um, you know, I, I was, I can't remember who I was talking to recently, but, you know, I don't, I don't get to enjoy any of the conference myself. I enjoy putting it on, but like, you know, it, like the, the weird irony of it is that, you know, we, we book all these people that we think are going to impart a lot of knowledge and, you know that, that like we res- re- we respect and admire personally, and then we don't get to see them because it's like oh man I gotta I gotta <laughs> run I gotta run a few blocks down and make sure like this party venue is getting set up right or I've got to go I've got to go do this this person's having trouble checking in so you know like that's that's the irony of it it's like all these things that like we want to see you know like I want to see and then I don't get to uh, so it's kind of like. I'm going to try to take a break this year and sneak in the theater and uh, try to try to check out a little bit. Cause. uh, uh, So,
0: so, 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 so question, this question I have for you is like, are you planning to like grow the staff down in, in the future?
2: Um, I think right now we've got a really, we we we've got a solid crew that, that takes on, you know, that takes on a, a good amount of responsibility, like the month or two out from it, um, because like that's really that's really the time where you know it where hands are needed most. Um, you know, from like a planning from a planning perspective and logistics, like that's I guess like that's kind of like my responsibility, and it's it's easier for me to just handle that throughout the year, like I've done um the crunch time really comes down to the couple months before where like okay can you can you run to this venue can you take a video of their party space can you you know like let's get these boards primed and prepped and set up somebody that's going to move them to this spot and you know so all, all the all the moving parts that happen at the actual conference you know like we we've, we've got a good crew that that um that help facilitate that stuff leading up to it um I'm really bad at delegating. I've never been a good boss for people um, because I I just feel, I just feel bad, you know, like, cause I know how, I know how busy I am and then I know how busy these other people are. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't like asking a lot of people, but you know, I've, I've gotta, I've gotta get over that because as, as they do get, get bigger and um, you know, like the, the stuff we're planning for next year, like I've got a, next year we are our fifth anniversary. So I've really got to, I've really got to get over that hump because we're, we're planning some, some really, uh, some like really big shift in things. And, um, it's going to, it's going to take some help.
0: Like I'm trying to like be focused here and Grizzly Wheeler is, is, uh, cracking me
2: (laughs) up. Grizzly Wheeler. Wow. Oh, Grizz. What's up, Josh? How's it going, man?
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, so okay, so cool all right so in, in in regards to the conference um what are some of some of the ways of course, there's ticketed is there any other way you kinda get revenue from the conference to be able to cover costs and to just be able to do what you do um you know
2: in any, any any kind of event you see uh you know like you see sponsor lists and whatnot um but you know, that's, that's kind of, that's really kind of it, you know, like we, we try to, we try to pay for things through ticket sales and and sponsor, sponsor money, you know, like one, like it's been kind of a hurdle. Like, I think, you know, it, a lot of people don't get creative conferences. Um, so, you know, like, like local businesses and towns where, you know, like the owners might not understand, like, what's, what's the benefit of this? Like they're reluctant to help out in a sponsor way. Um, I'm just trying to be transparent because like it, it was a huge hurdle that we were up against this year. You know, like we couldn't even get the visitors bureau, mm. you know, in a town that we bring in tons of people, you know, like we've sold, like we sold like 120 hotel rooms to out of town people. And, wow. you know, we couldn't even get the visitors bureau to, to get on board, you know? So it it's, you've really got to do, you know, part of that work is educating local entities the value that you're bringing to the community you know like hey this isn't just a you know it's not a barbecue fest so you know like everybody <laughs> knows what that brings you know like right. it's, it's a good time and there's some good food um but you know like i feel like what we bring to a community is is just that like community like we we bring people together that would have never you know otherwise wouldn't have come together you know like we we right. watch friendships form from like all over the world but you know it's it's kind of an uphill battle doing the education part sometimes so you know like we we predominantly you know predominantly rely on ticket sales and like in kind um in kind sort of sponsorship
0: uh, that's nice that, that's what's up it's crazy to just kind of hear the whole back end of it you know what i mean especially when it comes mm-hmm. to the, 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 the sponsorship part and just trying to get people convinced and on board
2: it is, and you know, the, the the traditional sponsorship model is is shifting a little bit. You know, to where now people want to, um, you know, exper- brand experiences and like brand activations are becoming more of like, I don't want to give you money and just have my name on a banner. You know, like how like how can we make this interactive? You know, so uh, getting creative with how you introduce other brands, you know, like that's, that's also, um, that's also kind of like something that we're, that we're working with too. So we, we want things to have value for everybody that, that contributes and supports. So if there is, um, you know, unique ways that we can kind of like partner with them and do something cool, um, you know, we're, we're all about that as well.
0: Okay. So we've got client work and we've got conference. Is there any other way? No, the conference is like a big deal for you and a lot of your time. Is there any other way Matt Dawson generates revenue? Um,
2: I do. Uh, this sounds really, uh, <laughs> sounds really uh, like white collar, uh, <laughs> like dress up, but like I, I do some consulting for, uh, for events, which, you know, there, there's, um, you know, I haven't quite tapped into the full potential of that. But, you know, I think people have seen what we've done uh, event-wise, and whenever they want to start something, they kind of come to me, and, you know, like, I, for a while, I was just kind of, like, giving away everything, and I I think that that's good and bad. That's a double-edged sword because, you know, like, I like being helpful, but at the same time, there's value to that knowledge, you know? Um, So it was was put into my head, you know, like, well, you know, you, you can... Charge to consult for that kind of thing, um, so that that's another that's another um, potential revenue stream that I'm working on. Uh, I mean, you know, I do little bits of merch here and there. Um, it's uh, it's it, it's it's weird being a creator because there's all these different little avenues that you can that you can use to to monetize yourself and your skills and your uh, you know like your 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 value. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the client work, uh, the event, consulting, merch. Um, I'm trying to get into some workshopping because uh, I've, I've had a handful of people. Uh, th- that's another thing. You know, I'll get DMs or emails or something, and I'll actually sit there and, you know, type out this. This is how I did this. And, you know, like I've got other people, you know, like some of whom have joined us in this live thing. that's like, man, like why, why aren't you charging for that? And uh, I'm just, again, like, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. It feels like I I know how to do it. So why charge? But that's, that's kind of, you know, that's not me taking full advantage of of what could be hungry or anything like that. It's just about, you know, me realizing my worth and, you know, like what, what I can give to somebody else, you know, like I happily pay for workshops or happily pay for, you know, tutorials or, um, walkthroughs and stuff. So th- there's no reason why I shouldn't value myself the same way I value those that I support
0: in that uh, manner. Dude, that I love these the, what you're sharing right now because, like, you've been planning events, and because we've talked before about this, you've been planning events before you started doing this conference, mm-hmm. right? So you have all this this content, this information, like. Like the fact that you're doing consulting, like that, that sounds like that's awesome because literally you could, you could go in and be like the dude that just sets up someone else's event. Um, yeah, totally. Two, like, I'm not even sure what kind of workshop you're talking about, but you could even be doing like an event workshop, like how to build quality events. Like this is crazy. So people yeah. like think about think about the things that y'all are doing and how can you just kind of repurpose it into bringing value and in turn get some kind of revenue. Go ahead. Man.
2: Yeah, for sure. No, I mean you you're absolutely right. Um that 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 makes perfect sense and I I've, I've had I've had one um I've had one pretty uh pretty successful workshop entity come to me uh for that, for event planning. Um it's just you know I think I think the the tough part about event planning is people just don't realize how much work it is, you know, and like you really, really got to be dedicated and you've got to do it for the right reasons. Right. Um, you know, and I think that I think that's why I've kind of shied away from an actual workshop on that. But, you know, the ones that I'm planning and participating in uh you know this year coming up our our branding um, Nice. you know I'm trying to use like my uh, experience with branding. Uh, you know I'm doing one at c s next week um for like badge building so and like that that kind of stuff's good for me too, because a lot of times I work singularly, um you know, like I, i've got I've got like my own little office space, but like it's just it's just me in the space, so you know, like so i'm not talking to myself explaining how i'm doing something i'm like a crazy man you know like it's nice to say things out loud to others and kind of like um hey, i think it's going to help them just as much as it helps me
0: uh, that's cool that's cool definitely that branding if that's the workshop yeah i know you're doing a um, workshop at um creative stuff yeah but, like uh, you're a beast at that so i mean that's like definitely up your alley but it's just like so many different possibilities out there versus just forever just okay i'm just gonna stick i'm gonna do client work i'm gonna you know i'm just gonna do that there's just so many different possibilities out there
2: yeah it really is i mean it's kind of you know there's there's no shortage for avenues to to uh you know support yourself and it's just about taking the time to do them and we're all busy. So it, it, it's, it's easier that easier than it, it sounds easier than it actually is. Um,
0: but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. So, so we have client work, you know, consulting um, the, the conference, the conference mm-hmm. and working on doing some more workshops. Um, yeah. Any, like when it comes to like building revenue and, Cause there was one thing that Iliana, the person that I was interviewing before you, she said, mm-hmm. and kind of, really, it never really stood out to me, but it's a fact. Like you're on your own, and you're you're you are literally going out to generate the revenue. Like you're not getting a paycheck right now or anything like that. You're generating your revenue from your skills and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> so she said that she had to generate probably almost twice the amount of revenue from her regular day job because there was expenses and things that, you know, the job would cover that now when you're the sole provider and you're bringing the revenue, you would have to cover.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, whenever, whenever you go out on your own, um, full time, it's it's really scary because you don't have that safety net and it's, it's pretty sink or swim. Um, I, I miss Iliana's, but I know exactly what she's talking about, and you know it's it's right. You you do have to, you've got to, you, you've got to work really hard um, and make sure. it, it, It's a lot of hats you have to wear too, so sure. it's easy it's easy to get discouraged. And you know, like part of part of my uh, discouragement whenever I, I went up on my own like full time, full time was all of the other stuff that you have to do, like all of the um, courting clients and convincing them why they should go with you, convincing them why they have to pay this much for this, you know, whatever they're asking for you to design and then invoicing and quoting and chasing down money. like all that stuff, I was just like over it pretty quick Um, because by, by the time I was actually getting to the actual design work, um, I was just so burnt out on all the, on all the BS, <laughs> you know, like, I was just like, man, like, I just want to chill, but now <laughs> I have to like design. Um, so, you know, like I, I, I ended up partnering with, uh, with a couple, with a couple of uh, friends that I've done a lot of work with over the years. And that, you know, like th- those strengths, uh, you know, my, my various strengths and weaknesses balance out with their various strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, it's, it's been, you know, a little bit easier, but yeah, like going out on your own, it, it's great. Um, it's just another one of those things, like, like an event, you've just, you, you've got to be really serious about it. You know, like you, you can't just have a chip on your shoulder and be like, I don't want to work for these people anymore. I'm going to do my own thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you got to have a plan and uh, that, that work ethic to back it up and make it happen. Cause I mean, like right now, like I, you know, my I, I never want to work for anybody again. Like I, I've just tasted that. It's like that dog when he gets off the leash and uh, you know, like you just, like you, you just want to have that freedom. But you know, like I I know, I also know that, you know, it, it might not be forever and I'm okay if I ever have to take a job somewhere. But right now, you know, like my, my, my focus is, is forward and not what ifs. So
0: that's what's up. Alright, Rosca has a couple questions. He said, um talk okay. about talk about doing event planning for the right reasons. Um, how do you know how do you know you have a successful event? Is it the numbers or attendees or testimonials? Um, I think for me the re- the
2: you know, how I know we're doing something right is testimonials, you know, um, selling out is great. It's, it's honestly a benchmark that I'm kind of, um, not unhealthily obsessed with, but <laughs> like s- selling out, it, it just puts, it puts one moving piece to rest, right. you know? Um, and then I can focus on this or that. Um, so while, while selling, you know, lots of tickets is, is good. It really is about, you know, people coming away and getting, getting the messages afterwards, getting the, the, the feedback from people, both positive and negative. But like, we've, we've had a pretty good run of positive feedback and, you know, like, Hey, like I go to a lot of these things and I feel like you guys are doing something completely different than, you know, entity A, B, or C, you know, um, like whenever we did pop-up crop Portland, Uh, Mark Bricky from Adventures in Design, who talks to all these, you know, larger than life people and goes everywhere and does his thing, you know, like whenever he like comes up to you and not in a big public way, whenever he just comes up to you and puts his hand on your back and is like, this is the hands down best conference I've ever been a part of. Like, that's 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 a big deal. That's like a huge, you know, like beacon of success. It's like, man, like we, you know, but like, you know, even with an entity like Mark, it's great whenever, you know, the student is like, this has completely shifted my perspective. And, like, I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, I was able to come. Like, that's – they're equally rewarding and, you know, like,
0: good benchmarks
2: for success, in my opinion.
0: Nice, nice. So what is this whole idea of doing it for the right reasons? What is that? Um, You know, like – The, the two
2: things I tell people they have to, you know, sit, you know, like push aside, like if you're wanting to do an event, don't want to do it for any kind of like personal fame or gain or notoriety. Um, that's, that's not a good reason to start something like that. Uh, and second, you know, like don't go into it thinking you're going to make a bunch of money off of it because you know, like it's, it it's just, again, it's, it's hard work. So um, and I, I feel like those are, those are two of the most common, those are two of the most common, you know, wants that I hear of whenever, you know, people come up to me both young and old and, you know, like they, they want to do an event and you can kind of tell that like they, like those reasons aren't going to make it a successful event. Like, you know, like your, your, your primary reason instead of being noticed or being seen should be like, well, what kind of experience can I provide for these people? Like, that's like, that should be, you know, like, it's the same thing. Like whenever a client comes to you and the very first thing they ask is how much for a logo, right? You know, like they don't tell you anything about their business or like, you know, like what, what they're like, they're, they're just coming at it from, you know, like their intentions might be okay, but they're coming at it from like the wrong angle. Right. Um, you know, so, I think I think whenever people come at, you know, an, an event planning angle from like, oh man, like like do you think I can make a lot of money from this? Or, you know, am, am I gonna get some kind of glorification from being the this guy, you know, like it, it's those those are the wrong angle uh approaches for me. And that that's what I always try to tell people. Like, no, like you, you should be focused on what you can provide for people and like what, what service you can offer them. Um, you
0: know. And that's, that's, that's really like, that's, that's kind of like my rule of thumb. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. I think uh, even like just doing this podcast, that's the the main thing that I, that's my approach. Like, how can I bring more value? How can I give people more? How can I make sure that like, I've built some pretty awesome relationships. How can I use that to kind of whoever's listening, give them more?
2: Exactly. You know, you're not trying to make Gerald famous with, you know, with with passion behind the art. You know, you're you're trying to provide something for people. And uh, I think I think that's the you know, it's a good motivator. It's in in, in my mind and in my moral compass, it's it's the correct motivator. Um, Yeah.
0: love it. So we got another question. How does one transition after relocating from another country? to another
2: oh man you're asking the wrong person i've, I've never <laughs> i I've, I've never relocated from one country to another I, i've done some pretty significant uh some moves um yeah you just did one is it yeah. official
0: mm-hmm. okay
2: it is but i mean for, from one country to another uh yeah. I don't really know how to answer that one. I, I know here in the, in the States, you know, it's just like, we're, what, what, what's great about, one of the really good benefits about social media is how connected it makes you with people. Like you never thought you could be connected to before. Um, Josh Ariza, why, why are you so good at Um But, you know, I, I think, I, I think we, we live in a, in a time now where, accessibility to other people with common interests and, um, you know, even common careers as you like, you know, you can, you can go on dribble and search by location. So if you're moving to, um, you know, wherever you can Brooklyn, New York, you can go and search Brooklyn and see all those designers and shoot them a message. Like we, we live in this crazy, like world now, where like accessibility to people is instant, you know, like you shoot them a DM, like you shoot them an email. It's, uh, you know, so if if you're relocating from one country to another and you're worried about like acclimating to the, to the, um, you know, the, the new scene there, like, I, I think no, no matter how old we get, we always have like that new kid anxiety. Like, right. oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the new kid here. Are people going to like me or are people are going to think I'm cool. Or, um, or like Jason, <laughs> or like Jason Craig said, you can search LinkedIn, which is true. If, if you're into LinkedIn, you can, uh, you can search that as well. But, um, yeah, just don't be afraid to reach out and drop somebody a line, and uh, you know, be like, "Hey, I'm moving here. Like, let's go get lunch. Let's go get coffee. I like your work." Um, but yeah, that's 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 how I've done it. And that's how I made friends.
0: Well, I kind of I kind of I kind of know the person that's asking, so I would tell her, um, get into that industry, get into that whatever that thing you're trying to build, the mm-hmm. com, uh, event around. Like get to know people, put yourself out there, like just, yeah. just, just, just get acclimated into that, that industry. Cause I'm, she's not a designer. Okay. I, I don't, I'm not sure what kind of event she's trying to do, but, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> get into that industry so you could kind of get the feel and get to know people, build some quality relationships, start building friends around that industry yeah. and kind of take it from there.
2: Yeah, totally. It's um, it, it, it's a lot easier to,
0: to reach out to people than than you think. That is true. That is true. That is so true. I went through that when I was starting the podcast, like this whole this old mental trip about people saying no or people not answering. And you'll be surprised the amount of people that you know what I mean, that are willing to kind of just hear what you got going on and see how they could help.
2: Yeah, yeah. People are way, people are way more friendly and accessible than than you think. I think like we just kind of internalize a lot of things in our mind, and you know, kind of give in to that. Oh, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna want to talk to me. They're not gonna come speak at this thing. They're not gonna do my podcast. Uh, But it's it's always it's always surprising once you get over that hump, and you just like, oh man, that person's awesome. Like I can't believe they're so down to earth or, you know, willing. So all
0: right.
2: Cause that's how we got to know each other. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, you know, you just never know, as uh, Rosca said, slide in that DM.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dude, this has been awesome. I, I appreciate you, man. I am trying to figure out now that I, I realized that I had the dates all mixed up if I'm gonna try to sneak up to uh, the conference. I'm, try, gonna, I'm gonna try to. I'm to try to pull that off. I'm gonna try to yeah. talk to my wife, but we'll keep, see. <laughs> keep,
2: keep me posted. I, I know how that. I know how that part goes too. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, keep keep me posted, man. it would be rad. But yeah, like this has been a lot of fun, man. Um, how's how's the rest of your day been? I, I've tried to tune in a couple times.
0: It's been great. Um, just um, the, the compared to my first live stream to now, the technical difficulties have been nothing basically mm-hmm. nothing so it's been awesome man i'm so excited about what's going on i'm glad that i could have people like you on to kind of one share what you're doing but to give like the real life aspect behind it like just reading mm-hmm. being real about it really appreciate it
2: yeah i appreciate you man
0: well dude i'm gonna let you go but um thanks man i really appreciate it and we definitely be in touch man
2: sounds good Gerald. have a good one dude
0: all right thank you for listening to this week's episode i hope it's been super valuable to you and you're now ready to take your audience building your community growing to the next level to help you and help me build our empire for lack of a better word or just to build our thing um remember to stop by itunes passion behind the art and leave a review and subscribe it's very important to me it helps the podcast grow and it makes me feel good to kind of hear from you guys to know what you like about this podcast what it's done for you so jump on itunes and subscribe and leave a review passion behind the art
1: be blessed